Hey, everybody. It is Monday. Welcome. This is the Mitch McConnell Retirement Committee here for the last show of the year. So buckle up. This is going to be an exciting time to end 2020 with a bang. So let's let's go around. Let's say hello to my co-host, Kimberly. Hi. Hello, Miss Denise. How are you doing today? doing well it's so wonderful to see your beautiful face and yes i hope you had a wonderful christmas a wonderful beginning of kwanzaa and this is it yes this is it now we're moving into 2020 i'm so incredibly excited about that because now we can all say you know when somebody cuts you off on the expressway you can say oh 2020 Right. You could just say that because that's what kind of year it's been. But I'm uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky. Great. home. We haven't gotten there. We haven't gotten there. I'm ready. I'm ready. So so everybody. So, you know, that whenever we kick this party off, that we come in with our protest signs. So this is me, Denise Gray, coming to you from the north side of Lexington. And my protest sign is. 2020 done what's your uh, protest sign over there kimberly well here in louisville kentucky i was able to get this for christmas and i think that i would just take this around with me everywhere it would be a great sign especially for those in georgia that everyone should vote because hashtag you better vote because ruth is still looking Hey, hey, hey. Yes, we have every, we got to do the work down there in Georgia. So we're cheering y'all on. Woo, get it done because we couldn't here in Kentucky. So take it away, Kimberly. Well, first of all, uh, Mitch in the news today, just want to talk a little bit. Yeah, so um, actually in Mitch in the news today, this is what makes it so fun, isn't it? It's like live and living color and you just see it bare and just how it goes. So um, actually the Georgia Republicans run more misleading attack ads against Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. And a lot of that is coming from Loeffler's ad. So we do have that ad for you. So you can actually see what happened with this. Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about the actual um, ad, this attack ad. This They should be sued, actually, because all of it was lies, lies, lies. And what it's talking about is that uh, Warnock's comments were totally taken out of context. What he, what he did is he had a conference at his church last year and he was talking about, you know, the marijuana, those that were incarcerated for that, you know, let's, let's get our children out of the system. Let's get them out of prison. However, uh, Kelly Loeffler, she turned it around the campaign, totally turned it around and said that, oh, he's talking about the general population of prisons. And uh, that is not correct. Uh, CNN actually started fact-checking all of these things. Democrats and Republicans 
back in the early part of December, but on December the 9th, it totally came to a head when they found out that on Fox News, of course, um, what a name, Fox News, that uh, Kelly Loeffler was talking about Pastor Warnett, saying that he was radical and dangerous. Come on. Pastor radical and dangerous please he's the pastor of ebenezer baptist church down there in atlanta where martin luther king jr used to be the pastor but they called him radical as well so maybe he'll take it as a compliment also in there we're noticing that uh as far as john ossoff is concerned uh he was attacked as well by Purdue and talking about he's facing federal uh, investigation, which once again, that is a lie. What happened is that anyone that's the opponent can bring up a, a certain type of an investigation. Does it go anywhere most of the time? No. They're saying that uh, also who owns this company that does investigative films. He did one about ISIS for Hong Kong or whatever. They paid about a thousand bucks, paid to his actual company, but they're saying that, you know, this was campaign, yada, 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 yada. It happened way back in May. And in July, they actually did um, an amendment and actually put um, all of those different things that they did, those films uh, from the company. It was 21 at first, then in July it became 32. So all of it's in record, all of it's legit. Does that happen from time to time? It does not mean that that candidate is doing something nefarious or uh, illegal. It just means that, you know, during the paperwork, getting this in, getting that in, that at that particular deadline, they may not have had all of the pertinent information to submit. So that's where we are. Republicans, once again, Mitch McConnell, the head of it, doing what he does best. Now, um, but hey, Kim, you know, Kimberly, makes me think of my good old friend, um, Josh Hicks, during his debate against Andy Barr, saying, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> and basically, all the Republicans do is lie. And that's just a fact of it. And going back to the pastor, the, the pastor at the great Ebenezer Baptist Church, you know, um, being called... Um, what was the word they said for dangerous and radical radical guess who else they called dangerous and radical that's exactly what martin luther, luther king jr right so he's in close company uh, most people who are out there who are doing the change and bring about positive difference for us all are called radical and are called dangerous because we are dangerous and radical to the status quo. And we need more people like who are being called radical and dangerous, who will bring about peace and love and doing the work for the people. Isn't that something that whenever you're doing something that's in the best interest of the people, you're called radical and dangerous. So I hear we have those tapes or the clips of it. So Let's roll those clips. I'm Kelly Leffler. I approve this message. Somebody's got to open up the jails and let our children go. 
police brutality and mass incarceration go hand in hand. We will always have police brutality as long as we are committed to mass incarceration. Mass incarceration is the beast. Raphael Warnock, Dangerously Radical. Okay, so go, Kim. Also, Denise, uh, speaking of misinformation and propaganda, as usual, has anything actually changed? But McConnell has a linked super PAC that dominates outside spending in Georgia runoffs. And I believe that we do have some feedback for that. Our police, our recovery, our freedom. Radicals John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock are on their team. The liberal gang wants amnesty for illegals, expensive government-run health care, defunding police. Well, these ads, as you can see, are blatant lies, uh, disinformation, uh, Islamophobic, uh, all of these terrible things, intentionally uh, uh, attempting to enrage prospective voters into a misinformed frenzy. Will you take a look at that? Outside GOP groups have spent more than $30 million $30 million to come up with this, to saturate Georgia with misinformation that claims there is some kind of authoritarian liberal conspiracy going on, uh, on our police, on our recovery, on our freedoms, which is completely void of fact and context, as you And so these ads are very expensive, as you can think to yourself how much these type of ads will cost, but at the expense of just spewing evil lies, as they always do. McConnell has proven, once again, he is against recovery by letting the stimulus bill sit on his desk since May and before. We could have gotten this rectified a long time ago so that Georgians, Kentuckians, of course, I'm going to be really concerned about Kentuckians, uh, we would not have been on sitting on uh, the, the edge, living on the edge, wondering what was going to be going on. And also the ads baseless claims that Ossoff and Warnock are part of a radical gang are not only undemocratic, mm, mm, mm but it's a blatant spread of toxic misinformation that we need to be aware of. And it derails any real justice law or order. It just lets us know exactly where their fear is. They're doing fear mongering on a massive scale because why they are fearful themselves. Back to you, Denise. Wonderful. Well, great points. And you know what? Um, one thing that we we can always count on uh, a certain party to do is to, in order to receive voters, is to use fear, um, and that is a tactic tactic that's unfortunately it works because certain people are just more likely to believe the lies and to be believe a fact, and fear wins and. The dog whistles that they use, Doug. What what were what were some of the words that they said in that ad? Do you recall? Radical, radical once again, radical. dangerous. Mm -hmm. Gangs, that. and that's gangs. once again a gang. When you when 
unfortunately, due to social conditioning, when you hear gang, people, certain people think of a certain thing, which is unfortunate. And that just tells you what that party is all about. Fear, hatred, division, anything that is negative. But speaking of which, so we know we, we all heard that Trump said the stimulus, stimulus check was not enough. Duh, right? We've all been hurting for so long and $600 when other countries have been actually paying their citizens to help them through this difficult time since the beginning. While we Americans, the most, the most wealthy nation in the world and seem to be the top leader in the world has chosen that we American citizens don't deserve that much and don't seem to care about our safety. But um, so get this, the House voted to increase uh, the direct pay payments in the year-end coronavirus relief bill to $2,000. And you remember that this right here is something that President Trump, even he, for whatever reason, which we know it's not out of the kindness of his heart, said $600 is not enough. It may have something to do with the fact that the Democrats wanted more than $600, but the Republicans wanted six. So maybe he wants to cause some drama in his last few days. I don't care. The fact is that the House has now said, let's do this. So now the ball once again goes to the Senate, who is currently led by our own, not my own, but the state of Kentucky Senator uh, McConnell. Um, so it's in, the ball is in their court. What do they value of us American citizens? Do they think that our struggle and our hardships dealing with this virus is worthy of something? Or is, do they believe that $2,000 is too much? So you all, it's our duty to hold people accountable, which brings us back to the reality. Mitch McConnell, McConnell will likely block any additional stimulus if he holds on to power. Um, so what's next? We go back to Georgia in the runoff because the only meaningful way, meaningful stimulus that can be passed is, you guessed it, by demoting Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's stimulus check power shows why Georgia, why the Georgia runoff, both of them, both those seats are crucial for Joe Biden. Uh, basically, if Ossoff and Warnock don't win the runoff, Mitch McConnell will stay in power and continue to be the grim reaper of legislation. Um, the proof is in the pudding about how he feels for us. Mitch McConnell currently has hundreds of bills sitting on his desk right now that could have helped us all through this pandemic. It's sad. It's sad, it's sad, and it's, but the sad fact is that we have reelected him. So, I so did. I, I've I, never I did. voted for the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have never voted for him. And so I apologize to the United States of America because there are some of us here in the great state of Kentucky who thought of you when we cast that ballot. We thought of you 
and our next generation of leaders when we cast our uh, ballots. We thought of the people who live impoverished when we cast that ballot. We thought of the people who didn't have health care when we cast our ballot. But the thing about many of us, not us here, but so many of the voters out there are ill-informed and believe the ads that are printed. So here's our call to action. We need to support Wanock and Ossoff in the Georgia, Georgia runoff. Election day for Georgia is on January 5th. They began voting before. They've already begun voting. So we need to make calls to voters there in Georgia. We can. I'm calling on each and every single one of you all who can hear my voice to join with the high school Democrats. See, our next generation of leaders are already taking this, this effort by whatever means they can. They can't vote, but they're ready to do the work. So join the high school Democrats from around the Southeast this Wednesday and make calls, make some calls to voters. Um, you can sign up 6 p.m., I believe, uh, the sign up here, and it's right there in front of us. Also, you all, um, a our Amy McGrath right now is involved in the race to demote Mitch McConnell. She is calling right now doing um, calling up voters, and she also needs your help. You can go to her page, Amy McGrath, um, and join up with her to help make those calls because this race, if our race, if when Amy was running, I said that race was life or death. We failed, Kentucky. We failed, but we still can help. So we can help demote Mitch McConnell. So could you all please join up the fight and help demote Mitch? That's our call to action. So I like to, Denise, I like to bring back up because we didn't really get a chance to discuss. Yes, let's um, discuss. Your, your Mitch in the news that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, as far as going back to Trump, and we really didn't hear Mitch McConnell saying anything. There's several rumors going out about that as far as uh, that was uh, revenge on McConnell because McConnell has come out and basically um, said that Joe Biden, Uncle Joe, is the president-elect. Yes. Um, then there's other things when he was talking about, he sounded so well with uh the constituency here, the electorate be saying that $2,000 for everyone, who could not agree with that? And then when he says all these things are in here to spend to Burma, to Pakistan, to here, to there, to everywhere. But what people really didn't understand, and this is why we always say that Trump and McConnell, they are the masters of manipulation and they are the masters of gaslighting. Because once again, Trump says, and, and Mitch McConnell absolutely says nothing. He goes along with it as he always does. Yes. It, it, anytime they have a bill, and, and Denise, you, can, you know that you can speak to this better than I. The bill is the COVID bill. The mm -hmm. other part of it, because they just tack it on because you're also looking, we were looking at the government shutting down at the same time. So Trump comes out 
Mitch McConnell allows the American public to be gaslighted mm-hmm. because it looks like in the COVID bill, you got all of these foreign monies going here and all of this going there, but that wasn't really the case. It's called a, it's on the tip of my tongue, is it is an omnibus, omnibus bill? Yes. Okay, the mm-hmm. attachment, correct? Yeah, that's when, you know, Evan, with this bill in particularly, um, they, they had already agreed that they were going to pass these certain things mm-hmm. in, a, in a manner in order to be more swift, because uh, they're trying to get out of Dodge, they were trying to get out of Dodge for Christmas. They were The plan was to come up with a bill and have it voted on and push it everything through before Christmas so they could get home to their families, blah, right? So they threw every single thing they've already agreed to. They've already agreed to send the money to for the goodwill efforts that we always do as a country to help out others. And so right now, the fact is that McConnell, certain people within the people, let's just say Mitch, is now bringing up the fact that he agreed to add those items to those bills. He was in concert with these things. And now, hey, you know what they do. We've been gaslighted once again. Mm-hmm. So you all, um, and also in the news is the fact that, you know, he's coming out after demeaning a lot of us Democrats, calling us the radical liberals. You recall those ads. Do you all remember those? I do. Um, now he's coming with a kumbaya. If you've read his message about how he's doing everything now in his you know, and the whatever he can do to fight for us Kentuckians and all of America. But instead, remember in August, I cannot forget this, in the midst of it, he, when we were all really hurting, he decided to take that vacation, 25 day vacation to go campaign. That's how much he truly cares about us Kentuckians and Americans. But yeah, I have nothing else to say because we, you cannot, he is who he is, and you cannot clean it up. It is a fact. But hey, you all, let's. I think Doug's up next. How about let's follow up with uh, follow Mitch's money? I would certainly be in favor of allowing states to use the bankruptcy route. Okay. Gee, it's kind of hard to follow Denise and Kimberly, but I'll give it my best shot. I want to welcome everybody to another segment of Following Mitch's Money and its Cohorts. From an earlier segment, we learned that Mitch knows the way to win elections is money. Money buys power and power buys money. It is circular. Mitch is certainly not shy about obtaining money either. Big business supports him because they know he will support them. This support extends from him through the National Republican Senatorial Committee. He controls the Senate and yields great influence over Republican senators. He has targeted the Georgia races because these races could decide whether or not he remains as Senate Majority Leader or is potentially the Senate Minority Leader. Individuals are limited in the amount of funds that can be directly contributed to a campaign, but committees, well, that's a totally different animal. As an example, a PAC by the name of Team Graham has contributed $1.5 million to the National Republican Senatorial Committee. Friends of Senator Pat Toomey, over $1 million. 
and Republican House member Kevin McCarthy almost 500,000. There is the expectation that when these individuals run again, the National Republican Senatorial Committee will be there for them. Senator Lindsey Graham is on record stating that he was going to donate $1 million to Purdue and Loeffler. Of course, he cannot directly contribute the amount because that is against campaign rules. But all politicians can always find a legal workaround. They make the laws, so they make those laws to benefit what they want. The National Republican Senatorial Committee has spent over $10 million buying ads against Ossoff and almost $4 million against Warnock. Then there is a Senate Leadership Fund. Some of the larger donors have been One Nation, 125 million, the Blackstone Group, 70 million, the Adelson Clinic for Drug Abuse and Treatment, and the Las Vegas Sands, 70 million each. The Adelson-related companies are owned by billionaire Sheldon Adelson, who has been a prolific donor for Republicans. As a side note, he recently was implicated in a Department of Justice review of his casino uh, dealings. But of course, the review produced no charges. Does money talk? From 2012 through 2020, Mr. Adelson has donated over $500 million to politicians. From an earlier Moscow Mitch Monday guest, we learned that to meet with Mitch, you had to be at a donor level of at least 25,000. I bet Mr. Adelson has Mitch's personal cell phone number and calls are answered on the first ring. The Senate Leadership Fund has spent over 273 million, including 67 million against Ossoff, 671,000 against Warnock, 240,000 for Loeffler, and 7.5 million for Purdue. As noted by CNN, the Senate Leadership Fund is a super PAC affiliated with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. It's overseeing the Peachtree PAC, a new political action committee that emerged in recent days to shape the U.S. Senate runoffs in Georgia. This group will spend $43 million in new television and radio ad spending. That is on top of the roughly $80 million that the McConnell-aligned political organization already has committed to spend through the Senate Leadership Fund and American Crossroads, another super PAC. The fate of our country hangs in the balance in Georgia, Senate Leadership Fund President Stephen Law said in a statement to CNN, this new activity through Peachtree PAC will articulate the stakes could not be higher as the future of freedom is on the ballot. Future of freedom? What kind of rhetoric is this? The bottom line, there are several Mitch-led or supported funds, PACs, other donations made to save his job, to continue to stack the federal courts, to continue to work for corporations instead of working for we the people. I encourage Georgian voters to vote for Ossoff and Warnock and help to do something that Kentuckians would not do. Vote Mitch out on January 5th, 2021. Let us start anew with the Democratic Senate, House, and Presidency and put the last four years behind us. That's my
everybody. So, wow. So, Doug, Doug, that was very, very that was very enlightening. Um, what did you take from it, Kimberly? Once again, day after day, year after year, it's Mitch McConnell doing exactly what he does best. Um, Doug always has the best follow Mitch's money, always. Uh, I learn a lot from him every single week. And I know our viewers and listeners do as well. You know, and the fact that, you know, this, once again, it goes back to this election in Georgia of the importance of it um, and why it's important for us all to get involved. I mean, I know we can't vote, but we can help get out the vote for um, people that we know that need a little nudge. And because, you know, not everybody is understanding the importance of this election in Georgia. I mean, we know that the Republican Party certainly knows, and we know that Mitch certainly knows, but we wanna make sure the people who have not been fully represented in the best light in Georgia know the importance of getting out to vote by January 5th. So, but just to let's, well, hey, Kim, Kimberly, you want to add anything? Um, well, I guess we're coming to a close now. Mm. This is so fun. Like, I don't want it to end. Like, Doug needs to, like, say something else about Mitch's money. Like, next year in 2021, Mitch has to donate all of his money to everyone on the Demote Mitch Monday formerly known as Mitch McConnell Retirement Committee. Oh, that's right, because the name changed. Yes, and the new name would be Rep. Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, it's going to be a secret. Oh, okay. Well, I'm ready for the unveiling. I was about to spill the daggone beans. Thank you. But you know what? I want to know, Doug, next year can... Can we make it so that Mitch McConnell donates all his money to <laughs> Kentuckians that he has just, I don't want to say the words, it's not enough time for kids to leave the room, but to all of those, including all of us on this show, he's done absolutely the most extra of evilness to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, take away my student loans, please. Let's pray. Yeah, can he, can he take can, some of that money to pay for that? And then not only that, why are we ranked in economic health? Why are we ranked 45th in in all of the all of the country? Why why are we ranked? 45th? Yes, we're ranked in the bottom. And so you all, hey, so how about this? This is, can we have, uh, I don't normally do, uh, New Year's resolutions because I believe in starting now and what I want to make the change in myself. But how about this, everybody? How about this be our resolution to stay engaged and to hold our leaders foot and hand in everything they do to the fire? How about that? If they're not doing what's in the best interest for us to get involved and make sure they hear you. That it shouldn't be just at election time that 
we're like, oh, let's, I think we, there's an election coming up, but it starts now. It's every single day that decisions are being made that affect our lives from the tax code to healthcare, to, you know, schools, you know, funding of our public education and our educators. You know, it's all circular, it's all connected. Let's do it that way. It's all connected. And so that is my resolution. That's my hope for us. This is my hope that we all stay engaged. And that's the, you know, 2020 has taught us, at least for me, is what is important. And what is important is basically family. Basically, it's our connection with our friends and for me, it's been my relationship with God and all those things. You don't need a building. You don't need all this. But what we do need is a voice in order to make sure that our family and friends and our constitutional rights stay protected. And that calls on each and every single one of us to stay in tune with what's going on and the laws that are being made and being proposed. So how about that, Kentuckians and everyone else that's watching? What do you think about that, Kimberly? I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. And I'm going to just add on to that just a little bit on my resolution for uh, New Year's. Um, I have to get this COVID weight off of me. I really do. Because um, I want to eat better. I want to, girl, I got a program. Oh, everybody, look at my bike. I started early. This is what you all see here. So there's no way that I can do my work and not move my body. So I will be on my bike even more, my echelon, so that when you all see me, you'll be like, go Nisi. And so that's what I want. Well, I bought um, this program called Invisible Waste Floating Ass, okay? So <laughs> I'm just letting you know that in six weeks, hmm, okay. I don't know. I'm gonna be to like see. I'm gonna be looking like Beyonce, okay? Oh Lord. Yes. Won't he do yes. it? Won't he will? Um, I am. Won't he do it? Because I will tell you this. We have to also being in doing this work, being in this fight against some of the most evil demons known to mankind. And and this is what the Republican Party has you know, just resorted itself to. We're so exhausted right about now. I'm exhausted right about now. We've been going and going and going even before Trump got into office, but then it just was like on steroids, right? And I know that I have comfort ate myself into oblivion with ice cream and Snickers and cakes and Popeye's chicken and everything else, right? These were comfort foods. It made me feel good. But in order to keep this fight going, to have that energy level, to not be so exhausted, to have focus of mind and focus of heart, to really be in this game to win, we're gonna have to also look at how we're eating and how we're taking time out for self-care. Right. I agree. Therapy has been like my saving grace this year. So I work with that every day. You know, I do. I know you do. (laughs) 
Uh, so you all, mental health is equally as important as physical health. So you all take time to take care of yourself mentally and physically. Uh, if It's okay to talk to, with a therapist. It's okay for meds. It's okay. It's okay. And so you all, let's walk into 2021 a better person mentally, physically, and how we treat one another and important to get, get engaged. On to you, Kimberly. I'm done. We Love all. You. Love you. I just, want to, I just want to say two things. First of all, that um, the Jones Report, which is um, the show where I'm the host, and Mike Breuer is on there, as well as Betsy Foster, will be coming back uh, in just a little bit. We've taken a hiatus so we can come back and look sharp because I was like on this show and I'm like, oh my God, the Joe's report looks a hot mess. And then the second thing is I'm starting a new podcast as well. That's going to be called Drinks with Kimberly. And let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I got Denise coming on. I got Doug coming on. I got Ken coming on. Everybody's coming on, and we're just gonna. This is the time we're gonna be able to relax, talk about silly stuff, and drink while we're doing it. Like, well, not I. I will drink some fabulous water. Okay, you um, drink water. I got something a little bit, a little bit uh, more than that. Okay. Oh, but before we, before you, also, I'm sorry, I didn't add. Also, you all make sure you tune in this upcoming, the second Sunday of January. Every second Sunday of each month, I uh, partnered. My, I have partnered with the Bluegrass Activist Alliance, and we are doing. There's a show called Bluegrass Activist Alliance presents Kentucky Conversations with who Denise Gray, and so hey, so this this month or next month's session will be something that you don't want to miss because the session is beginning you all and there's a lot going on and we need to stay tuned to that so please i hope to see you the second sunday by going you go to the bluegrass activist page and there will be the event there for you to see and there's going to be some elected officials there who will be giving their insight um 7 30 eastern hope to see you then that sounds good so, you know, we've got all this great information and great news that we put out every week, and it takes a lot of effort um, and gravitas, I guess you could say, to put this on. And, you know, you should be DMing us. I didn't know what DM was because I'm not that cool anymore. So I asked my son, what does DM mean? He's like, direct message, mom. So like direct message us on Facebook and Twitter. We've got this great newsletter that will keep you up to date. It will keep you inspired as well. And you'll get your fix about everything that we talk about here on the show. And then also I brag on him every week and I truly love him. He has my heart for the work that he does, the passion that he puts into it. And I just want to give a big shout out to Ken once again with Couch Fire Media. You can always see some of his work on Couch Fire Media. And then the music that you hear, you'll love it unless you're a Mitch McConnell fan. And you can always go to at natosongs.com to hear more of his music. And Nate Orshan and myself, we're supposed to be coming up with a song together. So I think that'd be great as well. 
Thank you tonight to our wonderful host, Miss Denise Gray, standing in the big, big, big shoes of Mr. Aaron Viles. You did them good tonight, girl. You did them great. Thank I'll you. give you two winks on that. And thank you to Doug Price. He always brings, I mean, you guys do not know how long it takes to do an investigative piece to make sure that everything that you say is on target, is fact-based and checked. And Mr. Doug Price, he does that every single week for us that he's on the show. So just give a big shout out and thank you to him as well. And the biggest shout out goes to you, our viewers and our listeners. We love you very much. Have a happy new year. Be happy, okay? Don't worry, be happy. I got a feeling, Georgia, it's been on my mind. I got a feeling about Georgia. So don't worry, be happy. And guess what? We'll see you next week. Me.